0: Hey friends, welcome to Woman-Owned Wallet, the podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Dare, a serial entrepreneur who has already made all of the money mistakes, so you don't have to. Now I'm working on my money mindset, expanding my companies, and having open conversations with women around a subject that shouldn't be so taboo, money. My company, Woman-Owned Wallet, and I are determined to help you foster a more positive relationship with your wallet and help you create a life that makes you say, wow. Hi, money makers! Welcome back to another episode of Woman-Owned Wallet, the podcast. Welcome back, Melissa, my beautiful, amazing, um, just like such a good, generous human being with all of her magic that she's sharing with us today. Welcome back, Melissa,
1: to the podcast. Thank you. And thanks to all you listeners for inviting us into your life. We do not take it lightly. It matters. It means a lot to us. And we hope that we can give you as much as we get from you guys.
0: You guys are so sweet. I feel like I've had a thousand conversations about this podcast and people come into the store all the time and are like, oh, are you Amanda? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> what's going on? And they'll be like, oh my gosh, I listened to the podcast and I recognized your voice. Like maybe they're only listening to the podcast and maybe they're not on our other social media. So they're not used to seeing my face, but they've heard my voice and they've heard Melissa's voice. And I get quoted back these episodes more than any other one. So just thank you, Melissa. Cause again, our magic is just my favorite.
1: It brings so much to my life. And I'm excited that we can take our experiences and our conversations and turn them into useful things for you in your life that you can take with you and make your life better the way that our speaking about it to each other has made our lives infinitely better.
0: Absolutely. Infinitely better infinitely you guys and i mean literally i was talking to somebody last week at the show up summit and she's such a good friend you know her her name's chloe hi chloe hey, i chloe. love you she's a beautiful human and energy healer just the most i mean her roster of you know qualifications and skills is a mile long she's magnetic
1: magnetic what a great word It's so fitting the word that I feel when I think of Chloe. She
0: is because when we went to like a speaker event the night before, she and I like ended up getting up from the tables outside and we were like in each other's face. We were like this close, as close as I am to this microphone. And we were just like, like back and forth, like, yes. And she said so many amazing, like quotable things to me that I literally have been sitting with and enjoying like, that I needed to hear and I needed to experience. And she was going through some things that she needed what I had to offer. She needed our quotes from, from this podcast and just so powerful to like watch her and even have her like texting me like the thank yous and everything that she's getting from this. And I was talking to her about, sometimes I'll send her like music and I listen to a lot of Casey Musgraves right now. I mean, I'm definitely trying to like morph into Dolly Parton (laughs) at this point. I mean, we all love Dolly, but like this blonde is really making me feel, I was like, she's a singer. She has big boobs. Like she's got long nails. She's got blonde hair. That's me. Like Dolly, here we go. And so, and she's a performer, all of those things. So anyways, Casey, Dolly vibes, but Casey's giving me, she's kind of like the Alanis Morissette plus Dolly Parton together i like that Uh, it's it feels right or maybe even like share you know like the long brown hair it's so pretty but i've been listening to her and she has a new like breakup album basically it's called star crossed Uh, which is just such a good word i love language and words we love love words words. (laughs) here
1: yes word lovers
0: you're like i thought you guys were going to talk to me about numbers
1: no, nah, the numbers are the easy part. You learned how they to really do the are. numbers in second grade. You, yeah, you, If you can plus and minus, you've learned all you need to learn about the numbers. Like,
0: surprise, that's accounting.
1: <laughs> yeah, the rest of it, it's all your brain. Yeah,
0: we're just making it way harder than we need to. And we've been told things for so long that we're good and bad about it, that we feel polarizing about it. And that's so unnecessary. Well, I was listening to music and I started to realize I was like, okay, maybe I should bring this to Chloe and maybe this is something she'll need to hear. So I had her listen to this. Basically, it's called Justified, the song. And it's basically a little bit of a breakup song, but also there's so much mental health in music right now. It's like a beautiful time. So there's a line that says healing doesn't happen in a straight line. And I'm obsessed with that. And I felt like, Where Chloe was at with her wallet, you know, she was just in a negative space with it and in an avoidance space. And I know that she's going to be comfortable with me sharing these arbitrary things about her wallet because she is a healer and she would want you all to hear this.
1: And because we've all been there. Exactly. For sure.
0: And I told her like that the things she was feeling was exactly where I felt before I worked with Melissa and that if she wasn't ready to invest, you know, in money mindset coaching, like I totally understood, she needed to understand where she was at. So I had her Listening just to our episodes. I said, just focus in on these episodes, but also listen to this song, Justified, and listen to it. It's like, if I needed just a little more time, you know, to feel happy or sad, feelings can happen at the same time. Like all of these words, I said, don't think about them as it pertains to another person. Think about them as it pertains to your wallet and it's your money. And if it's like, I was justified. That I needed more time or that I needed that processing time or that I needed to have those happy and sad feelings at the same time. Everything you're feeling is justified.
1: I love that. I thought it was good. I That's was like That's really good. I should have told you this before. I was like, Melissa won't be so proud of me. Now I need to go home and listen to the song. I don't know the song. I'm gonna but... message you the song. Okay.
0: It's it's so good. It'll be on Spotify, I'll show you. Ashley is
1: going to be so disappointed that I do not know that song. <laughs> love you, Ashley.
0: It's okay. We will get her on the Casey Musgraves train.
1: <laughs> I swear. Are you
0: talking about Ashley Foss? Of course. Yes. yes. Girl, we love yes. you. And she's worked with you before as well, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I love her. We have the same therapist now, if that's okay to say. but
1: She's amazing.
0: She is. And she's the one who gave me the advice to go to this therapist because we are so like similar in how we view the world. And I mean, we could really be related. We send each other. She's like on my short list of people I send TikToks to, (laughs) which is a a good place to be in my world. (laughs) Trust me. So anyways, I was having her listen to that. And I was like, you can really pertain like any of this information to your wallet because like we just said, it's not about the numbers. It's about how you feel about the numbers. And it's about defining those words for yourself and understanding them for yourself. So that's why we talk mostly about words on this podcast versus the numbers. You can get numbers on other podcasts.
1: Your thoughts drive your feelings, your feelings drive your actions, and it's always going to take you back to what you're thinking. So that's what makes the words that you say to yourself inside your head so important.
0: Yeah. And is it that your actions drive your beliefs even? Like you you believe in yourself because you've proved it to yourself a little bit?
1: Yeah, whatever you tell your brain to look for. That makes sense to, look to my for, brain. <laughs> whatever you tell your brain to look for, it's gonna find it.
0: Well, today, let's get into a little bit about internal judgment versus external judgment. We definitely have all felt judged by other people. We've all felt judged by ourselves. We got that mean girl sitting at the lunch table in our brain saying, you can't sit with us, bitch. Yes, I can. And I will. It's Wednesday and I'm wearing pink, you know, like, let's go. (laughs) Um. So I guess everybody's going to understand that reference that listens to this. So thanks, mean girls. We love you. <laughs> so anyways, internal judgment versus external judgment. So first, when we get into this topic, we wanted to open up the idea of like, who do you even care about like their thought process about you and their judgments about you? Do you have this like, do you feel like it's everyone all the time? I feel like it's it's all of the people in the world are judging me all at once.
1: Do you feel that way? I can make it really easy for you. Oh, really? Let's do it. If you think that you're worried that everyone is judging you, they are. That is how we're made as humans. That's what our brains do. They look at things. They make judgments based Mm -hmm. on input, history, thought processes. Yeah. So if you're not doing or doing something because you're worried that other people are judging you, they are. So just you got to get past that because everyone's judging you. And a really good way, an active, actionable step on how to do that mm. is don't make it, I'm, I'm worried that I'm being judged by everyone. It's almost like everyone all at the
0: same time you even feel like. You know, and most of them are just fleeting judgments because you're driving in your car and you're mad at
1: the car next to you or whatever. (laughs) And half of the people, they're not even giving you the time of day to give a judgment. Yeah. So don't, if you find yourself thinking like, oh, I'm going to be judged, everyone's judging me. Take a piece of paper and write down who you think is judging you. Mm. Who does it matter to you that you think? is judging you. And a lot of times, number one, it takes it from like millions of people.
0: Yeah, billions,
1: I mean. (laughs) Exactly. To a list that's short. You can realize, number one, maybe you don't actually care that they're judging you. Or number two, you look at the person and say, they love me. Mm. So why would I think that they'd be negatively judging you Everyone is judging, but that doesn't mean that it's negative. Yeah. We've got that judgment word with all the negative connotations. All that
0: connotation is so negative.
1: But judgments aren't negative. They're just a part of life.
0: Yeah. They're just like comments. Right. And the comment can be neutral. The judgment can be neutral. Like I said, we love those
1: words. (laughs) Yeah. And then a step further, because that was what I brought to the table. And you were like, oh, I've done something just like that. Except yours was even further, which I love too.
0: Melissa. So I did this. I think it was from Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. And I loved that book. Please check it out. I mean, Brene Brown and releasing and all of her studies around shame and releasing judgments and everything like, oh, she's the best. Have you seen that movie Wine Country with uh, like Maya Rudolph and Amy Poehler? You would love it. I'm going to send you that too. Okay. They like run into her at a bar (laughs) and they're like asking (gasps) Brene all these questions. And she's like, you guys, I'm going to hold this boundary. It's my time to enjoy my wine with my friends. And they're like, you're so right, Brene. So sorry. Like, it's cute. love it. But it's like all the girls from like SNL that amazing writers, Tina Fey, like all the girls you can think of. Amazing. I think Melissa McCarthy as well and multiple other ones. And so it's a great movie and it's on Netflix. So I'll send it to you. So anyways, there's that where Brene Brown is talking about the judgment of other people and how it can feel so heavy and feel so intense around like, who am I? Because all of these people are looking at me all at the same time. And we think... We get into like the depths of despair around like imposter syndrome and which you've maybe heard a lot of times or maybe that's your first time hearing it. But I've heard it a lot of times. And for me, it's just like all the people that are rooting for me and all the people that love me and like everybody wants me to do my best. Nobody wants me to get up here and just like bomb like that wouldn't be fun for anybody. I mean, hopefully not.
1: And I mean, if they do, then they're not your people (laughs) and you don't need to give them space in your brain.
0: Because those people that would do that don't fit on my paper. And when she says paper, when Melissa says paper, I think of it as a post-it note. And then in Brene Brown's book, she goes down to an inch by inch post-it note. It is the tiniest little piece of paper, if you can think of it. So you can only fit maybe like four or five names on it. And that's if you're writing pretty small. So the first person that, you know, I was like, okay, if I take this posted note, that's a regular size, what is that like three by three or something, Sure. two and a half by two <laughs> and a half. I mean, it's still pretty small. It takes it from billions down to the people you actually know and actually would maybe care about. And then it takes it down one step further to putting it on your inch by inch posted note. And for me, having those four or five people That I'm interested in, like, making proud of me and having an understanding of me and being there for me. It is about your experience with them and how can you decide who those VIPs are? (laughs) And make sure to add yourself to that list. That is so incredibly important to me. I did not do that at first, and I believe it was. Brene Brown's book or maybe in the group that I was with that we all noticed that that we weren't adding ourselves. So make sure that the first person you write down on that list is yourself. So now that you know who you even care, if they care about you, (laughs) (laughs) whose judgments, quote unquote, whose comments, whose thoughts are you truly interested in? And then you're going to think, okay, internally, you want to think about the comments that you're having with yourself, because guess what? You're with yourself all the time. I really believe that's the most important relationship you're ever going to have is in your own mind with yourself. So and internally thinking is super important.
1: You put yourself first on that list. So you should be the first one that we're going to.
0: Absolutely. So Melissa, I heard this thing recently where it was saying if you're like judging somebody else or if you're comparing yourself to others or say you're just judging yourself, then if you say that judgment inside your own mind and then you add the phrase just like me afterwards, then you can better understand if that judgment is truly about you and how you feel about yourself and how you're comparing yourself to them or if it's really just maybe a situational judgment on something else that's happening. Like if it is really truly internal and if you need to be handling it, because we know that if it is striking a chord with us, it's something that needs to be handled, right?
1: For sure. Most of the time that you have negative thoughts about others, it's really rooted in those thoughts that you have about yourself. If there's something that keeps coming up that you don't like in others, you need to self-reflect because there's a reason why it's bothering you so much. And Mm. it's probably because it's something that bothers you about yourself, but you haven't given yourself the opportunity yet to understand that that's really where it's coming from.
0: Absolutely. And what happens if it is something that we need to address, but we're too scared to address it or we're just in that avoidance state of mind? Like, what can we do about that?
1: I had a coaching call and I was talking about something that has been really difficult for me. And it was a judgment on myself. And what she said to me was so simple, but so impactful. She said, At the end of a negative thought about yourself, just say, And that's okay.
0: And that's okay.
1: Right? I don't like this about myself. And that's okay. Or, Mm. I feel like i'm deficit in some way, and that's okay because it is okay. we can't be perfect that's not who we are, and if you struggle with perfection, like so many of us do, just giving yourself the permission to know it is okay, that yeah. gives you some leverage so that you can start to unravel it and work on it instead of just saying... I'm not good at this. And you feel like that means it's just a true statement and it's not changeable.
0: Yeah. And I think even so in May, I was actually at this event and this phrase kept coming up when I was on stage speaking um, at Ultimate Product Party, which, oh, I should tell you, I just got accepted as a speaker for next year. Yay! Yeah. I have to come. Oh my gosh, I want you to. It's in Nashville, yes. so it's a lot closer.
1: I've never been to Nashville.
0: Girl, I'm going to like run us the most cool Airbnb and stock it with such cool Louisville babes. Like, let's go. Let's do it. I guess I should tell you like my topic is going to be, I was trying to find a fun way to talk about business funding. So I called it business funding, Mary fuck, kill. Because... <laughs>
1: remember you told me did about I tell this. you yeah. I wasn't
0: sure yeah oh my gosh I'm so excited and that's the one that got accepted because I was like maybe I'll call it but the fun and funding but like that wasn't sassy enough
1: yeah that's way too calm and tame yeah. for you it's got to be more uh yeah Um, let's
0: go get that impact we need that chutzpah the chutzpah I love the chutzpah (laughs) and then we definitely are going to do like red flag green flag kind of stuff I think I'm going to make some for the audience to hold and stuff like that I think Ellie will probably help me with some more Mary funding because like I have the SBA loan now. And of course, that's like 30 years and really low interest rate. So that's like a Mary. You marry that bitch <laughs> like right oh, now. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> you better want to because you are married. I'm to already it. married. to Yes. It. 30 years with the same loan. <laughs> that's like a funny way to think of it. That is a
0: commitment. Commitment. And then fuck is going to be kind of like one night stands. So like if you need a small amount of funding to get something going or like say I needed to buy my sewing machines, something like that. They offered like 0% interest on a credit card for a year and I knew I could pay it off within the year, stuff like that. And then the fuck ones are going to be like all the loan sharks that message me every day.
1: The kill ones. Oh,
0: sorry. The kill ones. Thank you. Yeah, I don't want to fuck with those (laughs) people. Maybe I was just
1: like, fuck them, not. Them <laughs> right, the fuck in a negative way, not, not in a positive the, the way. The positive, yeah. Because
0: I was trying to say like, okay, if the fuck is the one night stand, like it's important to be able to have funding for small businesses that are as like quick too. I know I'm way off topic. Sorry. <laughs> Um, but I'm just so excited. And if y'all do want to come with me because I'm a speaker, they gave me an affiliate code so you can put some money in my wallet if you would like to and join me. I'll make sure to put it in all of the show notes for this season as well. And I think we're going to make like an ad for it too. We're going to be super cool. But yeah, don't worry, ladies, I will be there again. And I can't wait to talk to you about business funding and which ones to marry, fuck or kill. So anyways, getting back to (laughs) (laughs) what we were talking about it's like this is why you don't want me up on stage by myself because I'm like wait what was I talking about (laughs) oh I was on stage at ultimate product party I always get back there it just is a roundabout way there's a lot of roundabouts in in Indiana and Kentucky so
1: the journey is the fun part
0: I agree Melissa
1: you got me to say the f-word I'm pretty sure that I've Penelope, I don't.
0: I got your mom to say the f word. I don't Sorry. really curse
1: in my professional life, and I don't know that I've cursed really much on this podcast at all. So yeah.
0: it's all me over here being the crazy. The journey. The
1: journey got me to say the f word on the podcast.
0: I love it. That's it. That's all I really said all that for. So I was on stage at Ultimate Product Party. I swear, I'm getting there with my long-winded whippersnapper voice. So I was on stage and. The amount of time that I avoided my finances and avoided myself and I avoided the things that made me who I am and the judgments that I had on myself, those things made me not proud to be who I am. And so when you said the word perfection, every time I think of that, I struggled with that for so long. I had so many women looking up to me. And being a maker in the mall and having hundreds of thousands of dollars in sales from my my clothing line. And we were all making it right there. Like I had so many, I felt like a lot of pressure to be perfect. And so long, I was never perfect. I mean, obviously it doesn't exist, but I was also not proud of myself. And so I shifted from being trying to be perfect to being proud of myself instead. So I always am like thinking of like proud over perfect instead. So that was my entire point and why I talked for 20 minutes longer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will say when you told me the proud over perfect, I was like, oh, I'm going to adopt that one for me. For sure. And
0: like my personal growth and addressing my triggers and things that I would consider issues or things that I'm not good at makes me proud. It makes me proud that I'm willing to do that with myself and with others, but with myself first. And sharing definitely from my scars instead of sharing from my open wounds has really helped me. So now that as we keep going through this journey, I feel more confident sharing because I've been through it so many times and it's healed. I've healed so many parts of my journey so far. But anyway, so the internal communication, which is the adding the phrase just like me to see if you are really needing to address something in yourself or Melissa said, if you do need to address something, adding the words and that's okay. afterwards, super important. But maybe you have some external judgments that are coming your way and you're like, no, I don't want these. (laughs) But you can't get rid of them. (laughs) Sometimes it happens. And so if you get some external judgments that you didn't want, what's something that you kind of think of as a response? Like we can definitely be a little sassy with this if we need to, because they know their judgments, but also like we want to stand in our power and make sure that they know that we know what they're doing. You know what I mean? We got this. We we,
1: we can understand. tell. Wink, 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 wink. Mm-hmm. We can
0: tell what you're doing. So, what's our response to somebody who has a true judgment on us?
1: I love it because, as usual, we both have a response that is similar yet different. Yeah. And mine is, don't bring me problems. Bring me solutions.
0: Don't you guys think that's such like a mom thing to say, like in the best way?
1: Yes. Yeah. Best way. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna say i'm doing something wrong then i i want to hear how you think i could be doing yeah. it better i don't need your judgments
0: i don't need them i don't need them at all I don't. it's almost like if you're going to offer me critique like also offer me i mean i guess solution critique yeah. cause critique must have you know we love words like i said critique must have a better opposite word because problems and solutions, so good
1: over here like racking my brain for the critique. Critique. Will you share yours while I'm thinking? I
0: like it because that's how we flow. So I was going to say I heard this beautiful phrase from the publisher of Today's Woman magazine and she said if you doubt me, how will you help me? I sat there for a minute with like my mouth open and I was like yeah, that feels so good. (laughs) It feels so right where it's just like Like you're getting a criticism from someone. It's like, if you doubt me, how will you help me? Because I'm not going to stop. And if you like you're saying, like, if you think I'm doing it wrong, like then help me out. I mean, really, it is the same phrase.
1: It is, but it hits people differently.
0: Yeah. So you guys can pull those out whenever you need them. Each one.
1: I think that that's something that we really do well on this show is Mm -hmm. giving different examples of the same thing from different perspectives, it makes it easier to figure out which one works for you. Because yet again, it's all about what works for you. And it all is inside your own head.
0: Yeah, you just have to implement what feels right. And I agree with you. Like, I didn't even see those that's the same phrase like written down and then saying them out loud. It's like, if the answer is a no, then how do I get a yes? You know, it's like those both say that same thing. If you're so against me, how can I make you for me?
1: Yeah. And it's like, don't bring me something negative and unuseful. If you have something helpful to bring to the table, let's discuss that. And if not, you can keep it for yourself. The shop is closed.
0: (laughs) The shop is closed. That's it. So definitely utilize these phrases, y'all, because even sitting here, I'm like, ooh, there's so many ways to say this. Like, I like it. Where basically it's just like, I'm not taking in what you're saying to me without you giving me the opportunity to prove you wrong.
1: And the multiple phrases, it's like what you were telling me the other day about there's more than one way to add up to 10.
0: Oh my gosh. At that same event, Melissa, I had to share this with her. You guys know. She's the numbers lady. She loves them numbers. And I do too, but she's the formulator over there. It's my language. It's her language. It's her love language, truly. So one of the people that said like, as you're leading and as you're maybe even putting judgments on other people or something, you know, maybe it's a different way to say just like me in a way where the opportunity to equal the number 10 you know, you can do five plus five, two plus eight, one plus nine, six plus four. Like there's so many ways to equal 10. Looking at how somebody else solves a problem does not mean that you have to solve it the same way as them. You get the same result. You both can equal 10. But there are so many ways to equal 10.
1: And none of them are wrong. They're none just of them are wrong. Different.
0: You can do 100 minus 90. I mean, I didn't even think of it that way.
1: I know. <laughs> The more you think about it, the more it's like, oh my gosh, this is like a legit yeah statement. It's like <laughs> ten
0: times one or two 100, times five or hundred divided by ten. A hundred
1: divided by ten. Right. You
0: could do all the equations. And I'm sure if you're
1: smarter <laughs> at like higher level math, there's probably like a bajillion more options.
0: There's so many options to equal ten. There's so many options to equal every number. Pick your favorite number and figure it out. But I love that there's so many different ways to do anything, to say anything, to feel anything. And I completely agree with Melissa that finding those things that work for you is the work. That's the journey. That's the important part. And as I continue to find the things that work for me, and as Melissa does, I'm sure too. Like we just feel more ourselves and feel more in our harmony with ourselves and our flow with ourselves and in our in ourselves. You just feel more right and feel more confident in yourself and you need less external validation and because you have the internal validation that you need to get through life.
1: Yeah. And if you're having trouble figuring out your solution, just ask some friends. Yeah. Get some other perspectives. Come listen to us some more. We love to present things in as many ways as we can to open your brain up to know that however is the right way for you is good and right. And that's what you should be looking for.
0: Absolutely. It's like there's not a wrong way. And I think maybe even in school, we're just like, there's only one right answer. <laughs>
1: The only wrong way is to deny that you have your own way.
0: Ooh. Yes.
1: (laughs) Mic drop in the episode. I wish
0: (laughs) I felt comfortable dropping
1: these new mics. Oh, no. Don't. I do not. They're too pretty.
0: They have their own arms. We're even getting help holding the mics. (laughs) We should name the mic stands and be like, thanks, Beatrice. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Yeah. (laughs) Well, let's leave it there, Melissa, because that's so much for them to consider. So what we talked about in this episode, just to recap really quick, not everyone is judging you all at the same time. If they are, they're probably fleeting judgments and and you don't need to worry about this because you're going to write down the people that you care about and that you think are judging you on a post-it note and the ones that you really care if they're judging you or that you just want to make proud or or whatever, the ones that you care about their comments and thoughts, not even just their maybe negative connotation in the word judgment, but that you care about their true feelings on a one-by-one posted note. And then you're going to decide for yourself internally that if you're judging somebody else or comparing somebody else, that you can add the phrase, just like me, at the end of a sentence to see if that's something you need to deal with for yourself, or if it's just a fleeting moment in your life. And then, if you do need to sit with that judgment for yourself, you add the phrase, and that's okay at the end to feel a little bit better about yourself and about your journey. And externally, if you hear the phrase or phrases that are judgments that are just like, man, I don't want to deal with these, but you have to. If you doubt me, how will you help me? And then the additional options which were so many. (laughs) But (laughs) Melissa's favorite was don't bring me problems, bring me solutions. So thank you so much, Melissa, for coming on yet another episode and just, you know, hearing me out with all of these thoughts and trying to even come up with new ones on the spot. I appreciate our time so much together. And we have a new segment that's coming on season three called The Sweet Life of the C-Suite where Adrienne, my COO, she got promotion this year and now I'm not the only C-Suite member. So I'm the CEO. We got COO. We're working on a CFO right now as well. So okay. Just wait for that. That's coming. But definitely check out those episodes. So Melissa, thank you so much for your amazing contribution to this podcast. And since all these moneymakers are curious about how they can heal their money mindset and heal their triggers on their journey, how can they put money into your wallet? How can they hire you?
1: You can find me at MelissaBlanfordCoaching.com, at Facebook at MelissaBlanfordCoaching, and Instagram is The Real MB Coaching. And when you come by, if you have extra thoughts about the things that we said, the phrases that feel better for you, I want you to tell me because I, I get so much excitement from hearing about other people's perspective of it so if you listen to this episode and you're like oh yeah I totally feel that way except I say it this way
0: please mm. come let me know I want to hear her it no she wants to hear it you should see the excitement in her face and I how light like <laughs> lit up her eyes are right now and definitely I mean there's so many episodes of woman owned while at the podcast but my mindset coach Melissa's minisodes are just The ones that are the most downloaded, the most listened to and the quickest to get through too, you know, the easiest way to make those actionable steps towards your journey being a little more comfortable, a little bit more, more healed, a little bit more you. And we appreciate y'all so much.
1: It's some real bang for your buck.
0: (laughs) We love our phrases. Bang for your buck, power in your paycheck, you know, punch in your lunch.
1: (laughs) love it. Love it all.
0: (laughs) They're so, so good. So thank you, Melissa, so, so much. And moneymakers, thank you for listening and go out there and make that money. (laughs) If you want to put more money into the wallets of women, like we do, then check out our website, thewomanownedwallet.com. And we can't wait to continue the conversation on our social media. So definitely follow us on our Instagram, at womanowned.wallet and on TikTok at womanownedwallet. You can support us by following our podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. And don't forget to leave us a review. Thank you for listening to Woman Owned Wallet, the podcast.